With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the All Time Misfits Podcast. Hello and welcome to the All Time Misfits Podcast. Uh, little me in here, in here today. He had a nose job. Um, <laughs> so he's in quite some pain right now. Um, in all seriousness, he had a, in all seriousness, he had a, a deviated septum and, uh, he had surgery a couple of days ago. So, we're missing him. We're down one man this week. So, we got Moss on the show. We got the Cowboy Tyler on the line. And we have the Hater. Right here. What's on the docket today, boys? We got the Thursday night football game. We're going to give you Sunday night football predictions. The Titans have given, have, have given everybody coronavirus. coronavirus. Uh, the Patriots games are found. Wild Heart playoffs and our games of the week. Let's start with the Thursday night football playoff, uh, not playoff, sorry. Thursday night football game. What do you think about the Thursday night game, guys? Tyler? Uh, yeah, I mean, man, this game on Thursday night with the Broncos and Jets, I mean, <coughs> everybody thought this game was going to be total shit, but, I mean, somehow it actually was somewhat entertaining, but it, it's so sad for, I mean, I can't even imagine being a Jets fan. I mean, it has to be terrible because – um, I mean, you're sitting there, the Broncos started their third string quarterback, uh, Brett Ripien, Ripien, whatever you want to call him. Uh, he had three turnovers in the game. Darnold actually plays pretty well for the first time this whole season. And, and somehow the Jets still lose. Uh, I mean, we've been saying it on, on this show for a while and, and then even not on the show. I mean, I don't understand how Gase is still a head coach. He shouldn't be, but this is just awful. I mean, when you get a good game from Darnold, you have the Broncos with a third-string quarterback, and somehow you still lose. That's just unforgivable. Yeah, it's very unforgivable. What do you think about that, Moss? Uh, yeah, so like Tyler said, um, going into it, so before the game, I was telling a lot of my mates, uh, it felt like, uh, you know when you've been out drinking all night and you're pretty pretty hungover, it's like, at some point, you're going to shit yourself, or at some point, you're going to throw up. Uh, you may as well commit to one of them. It's kind of how I felt about these two teams. Um, but the game was fairly entertaining. Um, I I wasn't very optimistic about the results for either team. You could have flipped a coin. I didn't give a fuck. Um, but I, I really think, like Tyler said, Adam Geis is an absolute joke. Uh, you had what what they have two or three critical turnovers in the fourth quarter, uh, which eventually let them take the lead, um, but they still weren't able to get it done. I think it's poor coaching. 
Uh, I don't think there's a ton of talent with the Jets, but you're certainly not maximizing it with, with Adam Gase at the helm. Um, have a little shout-out to my guy, Pierre DeVere, with the pick six. Um, he's actually a classmate of mine uh, in 2014 when I was at Lindenwood, so that was kind of cool to see. Yeah, no, it, when I first saw this game on the schedule, I'm like, oh, wait, another toilet bowl, man. Um, no, the Jets told they had some of the to win this game. It's pretty much one team trying to outtake the other team. I, I just don't understand. You have the third string backup of the Broncos in there, and you still can't win the game. How, uh, if you're the owner of the Jets, how do you not fire them games after the game over? You just lost in the third string quarterback of the Broncos. That's terrible. We'll move on to our Sunday night football predictions. We got the Philadelphia Eagles versus San Francisco Wood Niners. Moss, what do you have for this game? What's your predictions? Uh, so as far as the Sunday night football games have been, this is easily the worst one so far, I think. Um, really, I'm really down on the Eagles. Uh, more than usual, I've never been crazy about them, but I'm not super optimistic about Carson Wentz. Uh, I'm not very uh, big on Doug Peterson either. Um, right now, Vegas has got San Francisco winning. Uh, I think they've got an eight-and-a-half-point spread. I think San Francisco fin- manages to find a way to win. Uh, I do think they're more talented. I do think they're better coached, but they are very, very injury-riddled. Um, but yeah, I think the Niners will take this one, maybe not cover that eight and a half point spread. So if you're looking to place a bet, get it in quick. Uh, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, Tyler, what do you think? Yeah. Um, I mean, both of these teams are coming in pretty, pretty banged up on both sides. Um, you know, the Eagles, they're coming into this game with hardly any pass catchers. Um, Goddard's on IR now. Rager's not playing. Um, Arcega Whiteside, he ain't playing, although he ain't been doing anything anyways. I mean, they basically are going out with Ertz and Hightower, the rookie, and um, uh, Greg Ward tonight. So, I mean, not many not many weapons for Wentz, but I am going to take the Eagles regardless because I feel like Wentz hasn't played good this season, but I feel like he has a good game coming to, like, kind of show everybody that he still is who he has been. And I don't know necessarily if it'll be tonight, but I'm going to say that the Eagles will find a way to win 24 to 20. Can you hear me? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to take the Eagles. Um, and it's going to be very close game. I think that um, uh, it's both of these teams are very in. Um. The Eagles, I feel like the Eagles have more to prove today or tonight than than what matters. Like I feel like Carson Wentz come out there firing. Uh, I feel like that Earth is gonna have a good game. So I'm gonna have the Eagles 24 to 21. So we'll move on to the big news of the week, and that being the Titans. Having a huge coronavirus outbreak, and 
the Steelers and Titans game has postponed to week seven. What do you think about that, Tyler? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. This is always a kind. This is kind of a sticky situation. Um, I mean, I think that you know the NFL and the fans had to know that there was going to become a point this year where this was going to happen, um, and and it finally has happened. Um, it, it seems like something on Tennessee's end wasn't maybe handled the way that it should have been because there's like a lot of a lot of um, positives popping up for them. And I, I hope that that wasn't the case, you know, that they handled something wrong. But if it is, they should definitely be in trouble for it because it's affecting, you know, the NFL. And, you know, as we'll get to, they're not the only team that had to um, move a game. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate, but I think that everybody pretty much figured this would happen at some point this NFL season. Mark, what do you think about this, the Titans having this big outbreak? Uh, yeah, uh, this is pretty inevitable. We knew it was going to happen. Uh, I don't know what's going on amongst the uh, Titans organization. Um, they had the issue with the, uh, the rookie tackle who, uh, was out at a party and had some sort of Corona related news. And then, um, then he got in trouble again. And now they've got other players getting it. I don't know if it's just a lack of leadership or, I don't think not punishing them is, is the way because they're just going to keep doing whatever they did to get this. I think a standard needs to be set. Um, I don't know. It's just real unfortunate. I know, uh, like, the Steelers got unwrong, unjustly punished by having to give up their bye week and other teams as well. We'll, we'll see how it all turns out. Um, I've actually kind of convinced myself that Maybe the NFL pushes the playoffs another week and gives another gives every team a second bye where there's a, a week 18 regimes that need to be made up, get made up somewhere. Uh, who knows? Um, but it's just not a good look. The NFL in general just, just didn't do great on this one. Yeah, so um, I was actually reading an article earlier about NFL.com about this, and they were saying that the NFL was considering adding a week 18 as a butler for the playoffs. Just in case any more games had to be moved. Also that the NFLPA and the NFL are two days away from wrapping up their investigation of the Tennessee Titans and that if the Titans found out that they broke protocol, there will be a harsh punishment. Coming down. I mean, you don't even have teams like the, the Seattle Seahawks, the Denver Broncos, were fined like $100,000 for not wearing masks. So, what what is going to happen to the Titans if they find out that these guys broke protocol and let these players basically infect the whole team? And then, not on, and then on top of that, you have, you have to move the Steelers game as well. So it's not like it's just one team that is affected here. So we're going to have to see how that goes. We'll, and we'll interact and uh, um, move to our next subject, which is Ken Newton got the coronavirus. So 
the NFL had to move the Patriots game to Monday night after it was found out that nobody else has it, except the scouting quarterback of Kansas City. Probably wouldn't think about this, they're moving the Kansas City game. Yeah, I mean, again, I just think it's, I think it's kind of inevitable. Um, I mean, I think everybody knew this thing was going to kind of happen. And, you know, the NFL should have been better prepared for this kind of thing, which it looks like in this game's case, it's not going to be affected much because they're just literally going to play the day after. Um, so they're going to play tomorrow night and basically a Monday night football game earlier than normal Monday night football. But um, I, I think they, they should have been better prepared for this because, I think everybody knew that it was going to come down to this at some point. You know, teams were going to get this, and, and, and it seems like they weren't prepared at all for it because, you know, as you said before, this Titans and Steelers game now is going to be played on week seven, so the Steelers don't have a bye. Um, so hopefully they figure out a way to make this right because, um, you know, it's not right team, teams losing out on their bye weeks, even if it is the Steelers, which I don't like, but. Either way, you look at it, it, it you know, it, this was going to happen, and the NFL should have been better prepared for it. Right. They should have been better prepared for it. You would have thought after they had seen the MLE struggle with the way they did, they would have had a better plan about this. They're also talking about putting teams in hotels for the rest of the season, which I, I honestly think that's a good idea because then you have more of a button and control what's coming in to that hotel and what's coming out. Moss, what do you think about this game being moved to Monday night? Uh, not so much uh, concerned with the game being moved, but more so, so the way I look at it, within the past week we've had three games impacted by several different types of corona-related news, right? We had uh, the Steelers and the Titans game. A whole team gets it. They move the schedule around. They just get postponed outright. Not a whole team, but several members of the team. And then the Patriots, one player gets it, happens to be probably the best player, their biggest star player, and then they move a game based on one player, uh, and then they wait to do the rest of the team. They wait to do the other team. Uh, the chief practice squad guy gets it, not a big deal. But otherwise, they just did to just straight up move the game already before they had those results. Then late last night, the shortest time frame of all these scenarios, a Saints player is reported having it. They don't even mention moving the game. They don't mention postponing it. Not a single thing. Turns out it's a false positive. And everyone else is clean. The players clean. They just they do the game as scheduled. Three different deals. Three completely different ways of handling it. Like to me, it just makes sense. It just doesn't make sense. Like you have to have a uniform way of taking care of this. This is where I think the NFL fucked up. Is if they want to postpone every single game where one player gets it, so it be it. But you got to do it for every single game. You want to postpone it a week to the bye week. To one day, you don't want to postpone it all. Fine, but like you have to commit to one, and that's where I think they fucked up. I mean, when you think about it, um, the NFL is just like uh, we all have been doing. We're, we're all learning by 
my feeling and I think in the same hands is if it him that the the morning of that he was positive, then probably would have moved it in. But because it came back as a false positive and everybody checked out okay, they didn't move it in because why why do that? Why wouldn't panic Honestly, I think that's a good idea if they didn't panic. There's no reason to panic if you only have one player with a false positive. So, in that sense, it's good. But I just think it's going to have to get split on these tests. Um, they're going to have to meet tomorrow with all the GMs and head coaches. Uh, I'm assuming on Zoom, but. I'm pretty sure that discussing new guidelines and new testing policies. Of course, the NFLPA would have to approve those policies, but, you know, we can only hope that this, this week is a, a step in the right direction for the NFL and they learn from it. Just like the NLP learned from their little, from the Marlins and the, and the, what was the other thing that got it? Cardinals. Phillies. The Cardinals, yeah. And the Phillies. Yeah, the Phillies. The Phillies got it the Marlins. So, you know the MLB. This is a great transition. What did we think of the MLB wildcard round, Moss? I did, and let me just say, the NL Central sucks dick. It goes to <laughs> my cars and Tyler's Reds and all those shitty Cardinals fans, Cardinals. They suck ass. Um, other than that, um, I just, it didn't feel like playoff baseball, if I'm being honest. Like, it was, don't get me wrong, I love baseball being on all day, but like, I don't know if it's just a watered-down effect or, uh, or what. I just wasn't feeling it quite, quite honestly. Um, that being said, surprised that the Twins fucking choked again. But is anyone surprised you know, that the Twins choked again? I'm not surprised they choked. Not maybe not surprised, but like I, I thought eventually, like they, I thought they were a good team. Um, but you know, I guess if you walk like a duck and talk like a duck, you're gonna fucking look like a duck. Um, I, I just, if I'm being real honest, I thought the Dodgers were the best team in baseball. I think it, it only helps that they got the most money to spend in baseball, and they spent it in the off season uh, with like Mookie Betts. I still think they're going to win. But, hey, to your Padres, man, if I ain't rooting for them, they are so much fun to watch. Uh, I hope they can do it. I hope they can pull it off. But uh, right now I'm thinking it's the Dodgers and, I don't know, kind of kind of, hoping for a uh, Dodgers-Astros World Series at this point. I think that'd be fun. Just, oh, yeah, please, man. You know, Not <laughs> oh, I'm all for that shit. Joe Kelly for MVP, baby. <laughs> oh, I, I guess that's great, but 
that you were claiming. Uh, Tyler, what do you think about this wild card playoff? Uh, well, playoff? I mean, I mean a couple. I mean, a few games stood out. Um, I'll start with the one that isn't my team first. Um, Moss's uh, Cubs losing to the Marlins. That 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 to me was surprising. Um, I didn't I didn't like the Cubs. Um, on top of the fact that I just don't like the Cubs anyways, yeah. but. I didn't think that they would have trouble, though, with the Marlins because no one thought the Marlins was even going to be here. I mean, most people thought that Marlins would be one of the worst teams, and here they are. They made it to the playoffs and beat the Cubs in two games. Um, so that was surprising. Um, I agree about the Twins. Um, I, I thought the Twins would win that series, and, and you know, I thought their, their offense would do damage against the Astros, and they didn't. Um, and then, you know, you got my Reds, who – Trevor Bauer is, uh, without a doubt, the uh, Cy Young winner for the uh, NL. But I mean, he he pitched his. I mean, he pitched so good in the game one, and then uh, Castillo pitched really well in game two. And and you know the bats just couldn't do anything. Um, I mean, I think some of it had to do with really good pitching on the Braves' part. But I mean, we've seen this from the Reds all year long, and um, I think that, you know, a lot of people just thought that somehow they would turn it on in the playoffs and they weren't able to, and, you know, it sucks. But, you know, that's how it went. Uh, what do you think of the AL side, uh, the fact that Twins, what do you think about the, the Reds went down it? Uh, yeah, I mean, they did, but, I mean, it's the Jays. Uh, again, that that's one of the teams, right. too, that I don't think anybody other than um, the man who is missing tonight um, no one other than him thought that they would make be a playoff team. So, I mean, to me, that's not really surprising. I think they took care of business the way that, you know, everybody thought that they would. Yeah, that's really true. Um, I was in my thoughts on the playoffs. I thought, I thought it was great. But, it, but I will agree with Moss on this point that it don't have a lot of down. You know what's missing? And, and they've said it a lot. The fans are missing. Now starting to realize the effect that the fans have on baseball in general. Because you have that electricity and you have the fans, you have the, the pitcher on the mound and on the ropes, and you're just trying to cheer the pitcher to knock them out of the game or keep them in the game. So not having the fans has really hurt the playoffs, in my opinion. Uh, I'll just start with my Padres. God darn. Uh, I was really worried about uh, the Padres when they lost the first game. Uh, Chris Paddock looked really bad. Um, but, you know, the, in, in the case of Tyler's uh, uh, Reds, yeah, it was the opposite. The offense woke up. And when the offense woke up, they never looked back from that. And then, and then three men dominated then three with the bullpen, which was shocking. And then, you know, some timely hitting, and it was just great. I'm, I'm excited about that team. I, you know, the minute we in the Dodgers, it, it's a big step for that part of the team. Um, knowing from the, I really thought the Indians, Yankees series was really fun. Even though it didn't know the second game, like the last, that second game, uh, even though it didn't know the third game, sorry. 
that second game was great. Um, I don't know if you guys watched it, but the Indians really had a chance until the end was um, Brad, Brad Hand was the same. But I can't really blame him. He only had a one, a one, a one run lead. But overall, I think the playoffs were really fun. I, I, I think they should have the wild card round like this every year. I think it might, honestly, it might give the feeling of much madness every year and might bring some excitement back from the game that it needs. But that's all my thoughts on the wild card round. Let's get to the games of the week in the NFL. Say what? Wouldn't you say something? Oh, no, but hey, since you gave me the floor for a second, um, this wasn't necessarily in the show's plans, but I feel like we do need to talk just a very brief second about the NBA playoffs, which game three starts tonight. Um, Lakers up 2-0 on the Heat, which I give um, Hater credit because he said they were going to be in the play in the in the finals and no one else thought they were. But man, they are so overmatched right now; it's unreal. And the Lakers are going to sweep this team. That's the only thing I got to say about that. No, well, the Heat in the player in the in the finals, I thought they would have all the players. <laughs> They're not only overmatched. Uh, because the Lakers are that good. They're overmatched if they're missing two of the best players. Not having Dan is really hurting that team. So, I, well, I, I think the Lakers are going to win anyway, so it don't matter. No Lakers. But anyway, we'll move on to the game from the week. And we'll start with the Bengals versus the Jaguars. Well, the no, but we're all finding that first win. What do you think about that, Tyler? Man, I mean, Joe Burrow looked good again today, but, I mean, the, to me, this, this game's about uh, Joe Mixon and the beast that he is. He is and, and, you know, even better than that, the Bengals' offensive line looked formidable today, which is important because they've looked awful all year long, and I still believe they are awful, but they, they showed up today, and, you know, they, they're they a team who, I mean, I think that you've seen it today that if, if their offensive line plays just decent even, um, you know, they, they can be a really um, dangerous team on offense. Um, you know, Joe Mixon had a really big day, and, and it was good to see that from him. Uh, it just sucks that, you know, week in and week out, you're going to have an O-line that's just overmatched, um, and that's kind of my takeaway from it. But Joe Burrow was, was terrific again today. Had an interception that wasn't his fault, and you know Drew Sample um, should have had that ball, and and you know that's unfortunate, but that's what happens when you got a blocking tight end out there trying to catch passes because um, your other tight ends hurt. So, Moss, what do you think about the Bengals game? Oh man, I thought I was fucking blind or something. I was looking at the TV <laughs> like, who, how the fuck do they have an offensive line right now? Where the fuck did this come from? Uh, Bobby Hart's out here looking like Joe Thomas fucking all of a sudden. Oh, let's uh, not say that. Uh, Come on. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm actually, I was actually very surprised. Um, 
surprisingly interested in this game because uh, a lot of people don't realize that I am actually a big uh, Gardner Minshew supporter. Not because I think he's a quarterback, but I'm a big fan of jean shorts. And uh, Joe Burrow is awesome. <laughs> and so I was watching You mean game, George? And, uh, but yeah, whatever the fuck they call him, put me in a pair of those things and hide your wives. Like, you got to get the mustache, too, though. Uh, yeah, and now wear oh, the headband. Don't forget the headband. You gotta have the whole package. I got, I got the, I got the mustache. I got the hair. I got the headband. I got the bitching from my girlfriend. I got it all, baby. Let's go. Yeah, we Uh-oh. all know. There what, you go. We all know what Blonde likes to bitching at you. <laughs> yeah, Blonde's been bitching at me all night. <laughs> Sidebar. Uh, but anyway, I was very impressed with the Bengals. Uh, I'm happy they got their win. Um. I thought they were going to get it last week. They got it this week. They're only trending up. Um, and then uh, I, I really like Von Bell as well. He's, he's a safety. He doesn't get talked about a lot, but I loved him when he was with my team. Uh, I'm happy he's got paid and is doing well with the Bengals. So it's, it's a fun game to watch, actually. Yeah, I didn't really get to see much of this game. The target game was on, so, you know, probably didn't But... I saw the highlights. Um, what I what I did see was, you know, Joe Burrow was fantastic, and you know, as long I might have to say I was wrong about Bill Burrow, but I'll wait. That would be nice. That would be a good thing. I'll wait a little bit. We'll wait. If I say I'm wrong about Bill Burrow, you don't have to say you're wrong about Justin Herbert. So. Oh yeah, that, um, no, that's too soon. That's too soon, but okay. We don't have to wait on both yeah, we'll wait for that one for sure. Um, also, the, the Bengals have been in every game except that Browns game. Uh, it's been in every game. They really should be at least, what, million and one? Right? They're I mean, at worst, now. Yeah, at worst they should be two and two. At worst, two and two. I mean, the, Honestly, I think yeah, they the tie really killed things. But yeah, that's fine. My bad. Um, no one wants to remember that name. That ugly. I think they held on the in. They had a chance to win that round in. They didn't stop the run. But, but like Moss was saying, they're trending upwards. I really like the Bengals scene. But that end is fantastic. Um, like. Moss is saying, Mom Bill, we got, uh, Nate. Um, the corners have been good. Oh, yeah, the, the Bengals' pass, pass defense is actually really solid. It's the run it's defense the run that defense needs a ton of work. Bad. Yeah, yeah, the run defense is bad. Well, that's my thoughts on that. And we'll go ahead and we'll talk about Moss and, uh, Saints and, Lions game. Moss, what was your takeaway from the Saints Lions game? Um, so going into the game, I was uh, I was pretty dead set on uh, let's just get a win and get out. They were out six stars. They ended up losing uh, Ryan Ramchek and PJ Williams along the way. Uh, so I thought they, I didn't think they'd win. I actually picked against them. Um, but you know the the optimism in me wanted that win. Um, but man, going, going 14 to nothing, losing to the Lions within, I think it was like four and a half minutes. 
Man, that's so degrading. The Lions are such a shit team. They're coached by a shit coach. And then, uh, thank God the Saints, they rattled off 35 straight points or whatever it was, 24, I don't know. I don't remember. I was pretty drunk. Um, <laughs> but they, they got it going. I know the Drew feeling, Brees by the way. looked like an average quarterback. Drew Brees got, looked like an average quarterback today, which, thank God, uh, the running game just made me feel things that a man should not feel looking at other men. I was I was feeling that running game a little bit, making me sweat. Um, but, of course, they had to find a way to make it close. Um, the, another interesting thing I picked up on during the game is, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but there have been more comebacks from a 10-point deficit or more up until week four this season than there have been since 2011. I don't know what it is about these defenses, just, getting a case of whiskey dick and just not being able to finish strong or something. But, man, it's getting bad. And the Lions the Lions and the Falcons are leading that charge. They look like, just fuck the Falcons. I'll throw that in there anyway. Um, but the Lions losing this, what is it, third straight with a double-digit lead? Come on, boys. I mean, uh, it's definitely a lot of off-season uh, workouts and no, no preseason. No, there's more communication involved in the in the events than people think. So when you don't have like what preseason games to get that down on the defense, especially if you're a new defense or you're installing a new defense as well, like you're not gonna know the teams, you're not gonna know, you know, what another guy is like. Especially if you play a lot of zone coverage and you're going to have a lot of guys who are passing up guys when they're in the guy. So, and honestly, these teams play too much pre-man defense. Well, I like to call it pushing defense. You play pushing defense and lose the game. So, uh, my biggest takeaway from that game is, I don't know how to say it for one that game, if they had no corners, both of your corners were out. I had expected the Matt and Statler to have like a 500 yard game, but he didn't. Um, it's kind of good that the Saints down the running game because if you remember the Saints when they won the Super Bowl, yeah, they it, it, it swing the ball around the field and everything, but they also had a good running game. They had Pierre Thomas, they had um, Reggie Red Bush, yeah, I like to get Red Bush. Uh, and the other guy, they had three guys. Deuce? Who, no, not Deuce. He was tired of the before. But uh, they didn't run the ball, and if the Saints didn't get back to running the ball and, and doing that, they didn't go a long way because Red Bush is old, his arm's tired, and that offense not, does not look the same anymore. Tyler, what do you think about uh, the Saints game? I'll admit I ain't heard anything since the whiskey dick comment because, man, I drink whiskey all the time and I've never had no problem finishing. I don't know where that's coming from, but uh, as yeah, far as this game goes, oh, well, I guess that makes the difference. I Okay. My finish game's strong. 
I mean, in case the listener wanted to know, maybe not, but you know now anyways. Um, as far as this game goes, though, I mean, I, I thought the Lions was going to win this game too, um, especially when you looked at all the guys that was out for New Orleans going into this game. Um, I mean, I, it makes the it makes it even more impressive of a win for New Orleans because they won this game without Lattimore, Jenkins, Cook, and somehow they found a way to win. And um, so, I mean, super impressive uh, victory for them, especially when I thought the Lions would end up winning this game. It is impressive. I mean, it's great coaching. They have it, – it, it shows, you know, when we go back to Wilton Point, they got uh, – the Lions got out coached again. Uh, it, it, it's, we're seeing now that Pat, Pat McClinton or Matt McClinton, whatever the fuck his name is, pencil head. If not, it really has helped, and you shouldn't just stick with me and keep that for me. But I'll back to this. Um, we'll move on to the Chargers uh, versus Buccaneers game. Tyler, what do you think about the Tyler's Buccaneers Chargers game? Yeah, um, I mean, Herbert played well again, and you know, that that's something for me because, you know, as you kind of pointed out earlier, I, I wasn't high on Herbert um, in the draft, and he's so far been proving me wrong. Um, you know, he played really well today. I know he had an interception late, but, you know, I don't really know if it – I mean, even though it's late and that sucks, I mean, that team would have never been in a position to even win a game had Tyrod Taylor been in that game, ball game. So, I mean, it's a it's a good – I mean, the way that he's been playing has been good for the Chargers, but they obviously have some other issues too. Um, one thing that stood out, I guess, too, is, you know, Tom Brady, I've been saying he's been dusty for a while, and, and he was able to throw five touchdowns today. So, I don't know. I still think he's a dusty ass, but um, he was able to do it today. I think that maybe has more to do with the Chargers' defense than it does his ability at this point in his career. But, um, you know, the Buccaneers was able to escape with a victory. Yeah, Moss, what do you think about the Chargers versus Buccaneers game? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely definitely a happy man, and I bet the over on this one. Um, the game was way more of a shootout than I actually expected. Uh, I thought Brady looked decent. Um, I thought Justin Hibbett looked really good, and I was pretty – I was – Pretty down the middle on Justin Hibbett going into the draft. I, I really didn't get to watch him quite as much as I did the other guys, but I thought he looked really good. Um, you know, it's it's one of those games that uh, the NFL loves where they get to play the uh, the old guy versus the up-and-coming guy, and, you know, the transition from one era of football to another. Um this was the game for it. It was a good game. It was a fun game. Uh, a little bummed to see uh, Austin Eckler go down. Uh, it's not looking great uh, as far as his his uh, outlook. But I'm a big fan of his, so hopefully he recovers. Um, but, yeah, it was a good game. I mean, it was a good game. You had the old movie with a new fan. It's not the same as you And the Chargers lost another game by seven points or less. Um, here's my thoughts. Anthony Lynn is dog shit. Our defensive is dog shit. Our secondary is dog shit. There's some things that piss me off about this game. 
the Cardinals just play like the Cardinals do. And, and what I mean by that is they fucking win. They make you think they're good. They have, the Cardinals had at one point 24 straight points that they scored against the Buccaneers. By halftime, they had only given up half of that. And then by the middle of the third quarter, they had given up the lead. So that's some of the mom's point earlier about how teams have given up the lead a lot this year. And I'll keep that point there, no slouch. No, it's not me. Reputation of the Lincoln of Boom, he's the one of the architects of that. But no, never 38 points. Yeah, you shouldn't be a deep mental coordinator. The one thing that did bother me was once again, Anthony Lynn didn't have the balls to go for it on fourth and one. Again, he decided that he was going to hunt the ball and he thought he wouldn't have enough time to get the ball back. And nope, the Buccaneers hit the ball and ran the clock out. This coach is not hosting material and he does not learn from his mistakes. You saw this, what, a week ago when he didn't know where on fourth and one against Kansas City, and then Kansas City drove all the way down the field and hit the field goal to win the game. Wouldn't you learn from them? Tyler, wouldn't you learn from them? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree, by the way. I don't like Anthony Lynn as a head coach. And, by the way, what is his contract situation? Because I thought that he was maybe going to get a contract extension. Is that the case? Or? Uh, he's got a contract, contract uh, extension, but it was only for one year. So, he has that up after the season is over. Okay, well, they need to move on. I, I I've never really liked him anyways, and – you know, I think he's showing more and more that he's not really a head coach. And and his comments about Justin Herbert uh, really ticked me off as well. Him saying that uh, he can't say that Justin Herbert had a bad game and he lost the game. Yes, I understand that. He lost the game. Justin Herbert was hit uh, that was basically the, the game singular. But Justin Herbert is not the reason why I'm lost at end. The defense is the reason why I'm lost at end. They gave up 38 points. You can't go out there and keep fucking dog trashing the quarterback every week. I don't understand that it's like he, it's like he doesn't like Herbert. I don't think he, want, he must have not wanted Herbert. He must have wanted somebody else because uh, it doesn't seem like he's a fan of him. He didn't even want to start him. The only reason why he's starting is to tie our tails out here. But yeah, all that rest and move on. With a young quarterback. Yes. It, it, he's telling him the dog shit, and he's going to start playing like dog shit. It's frustrating. But we'll move on to the, the Raiders versus the Buffalo Bills, which I know it sounds like it don't sound like anything on paper. No, uh, the Raiders ain't that good. But you know what? This game is actually not that bad. And the Bills often show me who they are today. What do you think, Tyler? Oh, yeah, I mean, this Bills team is legit. Um, I mean, I know that we said it on the show both in our predictions for the year. I mean, this this team's good, and they showed it today. Um, good effort by the Raiders. Um, 
you know, they've been playing a lot tougher than I thought they would this year. But, you know, they made too many errors down the stretch. The Raiders did. And, you know, they, they you know, it just wasn't enough because of that. They um they just made too many errors down the stretch. And, uh, you know, the, the Bills, they're good enough on both sides of the ball that they're just – you're not going to be able to beat them when you're making – um you know, when you're turning it over and stuff. There's just no way that you're going to be able to beat a team like the Bills. Right, and you're not, you're not in it. The, 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 the won't help. Moss wouldn't think. Uh, yeah, like Tyler said, uh, they're, they're a really good team. Um, I'm a huge Josh Allen believer. Uh, I was a big fan of his coming out of the draft, and I'm really glad he's succeeding. Uh, I didn't get to watch a ton of this game. Uh, I got to follow it, uh, bits and pieces of it at a time. Um, but yeah, I think the Bills are real good. And, uh, yeah, shout out to my boy, Sean, Bills Mafia, baby. That dude was born into a wooden table. Um, never, <laughs> never deterred from yeah, that. Apparently, 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 yeah. I mean, you can do that when you're a good team, I guess. I actually have two teams now. Shout out to at yeah, Bills yeah, Mafia yeah, Draft, right? Is that is that right? Is that the right yeah. tag at Bills Mafia Draft? I think so. That's not how you, you know, spell Bigfoot shouting this week. Yeah, shout out to Sean, though. It's okay, not a jump shit, but um, I guess there's a little bit of a bandwagon for, for the Giants fan. But anyways, you know, before I, you know, talk about the Bills and how good they are, I'm going to talk about the Raiders and how um, they're really close. I feel like this team is really close. They, they lack, what they lack is depth. They don't have depth. And, and I, I keep saying this every year. If this defense is next, it's a little bit better. <laughs> and they have some players. They have Matt Crosby and they have uh, Phil and, and Joyner. And, Abrams is a but, and Abrams, Abrams got hurt today again. They can stay healthy on defense, and they don't have enough depth to counteract their injuries. And yeah, like Tyler and I were talking about earlier, they don't have enough weapons on offense as well. Like they got Josh Jacobs, they got Waller, they they signed Tyler Williams for the contract, and he hasn't played up to it. They, they have these young guys, but they're hurt. So, what I'm hoping is they can get some type of uh, veteran wide receiver like AJ Green to come in there next year. And, you know, they, they might be able to contend. <coughs> but those with good, they will have. Um, Devin Singletary is impressing me every day. Uh, that's that. No, I didn't that they had um, Josh Norman on that team now. No shit. So who's that? What? Oh, I didn't know they had Josh Gordon. No, Josh Norman. Dorn, oh, the Dorman. I thought you said Gordon. Oh, okay, okay. No. I thought you said yeah, Josh, no, Josh Norman. Shit, I might be the one that's high. <laughs> 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 no, I think Josh Gordon is still a, uh, a Seahawk. Yeah, I think you're and right. They're 
I still wait for him his suspension to be up. I can't wait to see that team if they get Josh Gordon back. So that's my thoughts on the uh the the film versus the Raiders. What are your thoughts on the Monday night games tomorrow? Uh we got first the Kansas City Chiefs versus the New England Patriots. So what do you think about that game tomorrow, Tyler? Also, I apologize for my cat in the background. Yeah, um, I mean, I think this game would have been good um, had Cam Newton been the starter, but um, due to his positive test, he won't be. Um, so, for whatever reason, we're getting Brian Hoyer at quarterback in. I think because of that, I mean, th- th- this is not going to be a close game. Um, I-, I mean... Kansas City should be able to take care of this team pretty easily. I don't think even even against a team like Kansas City's defense, who I don't think is very good, I just don't think the Patriots are going to be able to hang with this team. Um, it would have been good, like I said, if Cam was in, but that's not the case. So I think Kansas City's going to win this game probably like 31-16. Wow, that's a good number. Uh, Moss, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm with Tyler on this one. I think uh... – I think maybe if Cam was in, it gets a little interesting. Um, but we saw we saw what the Chiefs did to a running quarterback last week. Uh, I had the Chiefs winning the game when it was scheduled for Sunday. I've got them really winning the game now that it's on Monday. Uh, the only benefit is I work at the bottom all night, and that helps my pockets. Um, but yeah, uh, I I even have it a little bigger. I think I think 34-14. I think it's a 20-point game. Yeah, I don't know what the spread is, but I, I would definitely hit the over on that spread. Yeah, I definitely hit the over. Um, yeah, with Cam Newton, this game would have been closer. Um, what the difference between Cam Newton and, and Lamar Jackson is, is, I think Cam Newton's a better passer right now. Um, so it might have been closer, but... Since Ken Newton's not playing and they're playing Brian Hoyer, who's absolutely terrible, um, I'm going to pick Kansas City 35 to 20. So we'll move on to the next game, which is the original Monday night game, which was the. What, what was it, guys? <laughs> Uh, Green Bay, Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta and Green Bay. Oh, yeah, Green Bay. I'm not clowning, by the way, little B. I was not, I was not swollen. I actually got... <laughs> oh, hey, Atlanta versus Green Bay. Who do we got, Moss? Uh, yeah, so uh, I, I actually fancy Green Bay as a pretty good team. Um, I actually, as of right now, I think they'd probably be in the top top NFC team if I just was picking a team uh, randomly. Uh, I think the Falcons suck. Um, I think Dan Quinn sucks. I think the only thing he's good at is sucking off off the blank because that's the only way he's still got a job because he's got to be tickling the right feathers somewhere because that man can't coach, can't hold a lead. Like, it's a shame they waste Julio Jones' career like this. Um, 
But I'm I'm Green Bay all the way. Devontae Adams, no Devontae Adams. Green Bay is winning. Um, I expect I expect a big game from them. Uh, yeah, I've got uh, I've got this game forty to fourteen. Uh, I don't have any wow. Atlanta. The only wow. the only reason they're not gonna blow it late. Yeah, that's right. You thought Lil B left. No, motherfucker. He's still here in spirit. <laughs> well, we feel yeah. him here in spirit. Yeah, definitely feel him here in spirit. Um Tyler, what do you think about this game? I mean, I, I agree I agree as far as I got Green Bay winning the game. Um, but I, I see a shootout, and I think it'll be closer than that. But I do got Green Bay winning, though. Um, I'll say 34-27, Green Bay. Um, I mean, neither of these defense. I mean, I mean, Atlanta's is just stem right awful. There's just no way around that. They're trash. But I mean, Green Bay's hasn't been impressive this year either. I, I just feel like it's going to be one of those things where the last person with the ball or the one team that can make a stop will be able to win to win this game and. If I have to count on one of these teams making a stop, it has to be Green Bay because Atlanta can't stop a nosebleed right now, so I have no faith in them at all. I mean, I agree with the fact that um, the Green Bay defense is bad, but the passing defense is not terrible. The running defense is god awful. So, with that in mind, uh, Top Nurley did have a good game. I actually like his backup uh, as well. Focus that up for what couldn't do it. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna pick Green Bay. Yeah, no, I have shit. Uh, third by the third one. We're gonna get a little preview of the Thursday night game. What's the Thursday night game again? <laughs> uh, Buccaneers in uh, 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 Chicago. Bay, Chicago. Yeah. Well, what's the we keep forgetting to do this every week, so we're going to give a preview of the Thursday night game. Chicago versus Green Bay. I don't think Green Bay, Buccaneers. Tyler, what do you think about this game? Yeah, I mean, off first glance, I think that this is going to be a defensive-type game. Um, I'm not really expecting a ton of points on either side. Uh, we know that Chicago's defense is really good, and, and Tampa Bay's, you know, we were kind of unsure about going into the year, but they've shown that they, they can do some stuff on offense, too. I know today was not the day. They didn't today, but, um, I mean, they got a lot of talent on their defense, but it's also kind of young, too, at the same time. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm expecting kind of a low-scoring game, probably like in the in the teens and, and maybe um, the low 20s. And, um, yeah, that's what I'm thinking about this game on Thursday night. Should be, at least, on paper, it looks like a better game than the, some of the ones we've had the last couple of weeks, at least. Yeah, I think it's Moss. Yeah, um, I haven't uh, watched a lot of Bears uh, football this season. Uh, I know they're 3-1 and one after today, but I don't think anyone truly believes they're contenders. Um, I have seen quite a bit of the Buccaneers. Uh, and like Tyler said, I like that defense a lot. Um, I think Tom Brady and his pass catchers are going to do uh, enough to win the game. Um, but I just don't think whether you have Trubisky or Nick Foles in there, 
I really don't know if, you, if they've got uh, what it takes to keep pace and to score on uh, what I think is, an, is a good defense in Tampa Bay. Um, I, do we know who's starting for Chicago? Does it matter? Oh, yeah, I oh, left your season. Okay, he is. Um, so they're gonna play. Well, that, a that's a full rematch between. Go ahead. That's until home. you know full. Well, I was gonna say that's just until Foles throws an interception or two, and then they'll go back to Trubisky again. <laughs> yeah, and then he'll throw an. I mean, seriously, that's five. that's the way that it seems it's gonna go, but. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they're gonna play up the, uh, the Super Bowl rematch between Foles and uh, and Tom. Um, I think. Uh, yeah, that's the real reason that why they flip quarterback. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I'll take uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, give me twenty four to fourteen. I don't think it's gonna be a crazy scoring matchup. Um, I think it'd be pretty chalk though. Um. This is a good matchup on paper. The best defense is really underrated at the end. I feel like by, by watching the fucking news today, they're normal. Obviously, the Saints beat the shit out of them. But, um, yeah. So, we know that it means. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to take the Bears. I'm going to take the Bears. They're going to win. 24 to 21. I think Nick Foles is going to have an occasion and they're going to do enough to win. I actually think that Tom Brady might have a bad game, so that's my that's my hope. But that's all we have for today's show. Um, I want to thank Moss for coming on. Um, you can text me on Twitter at Supercharge. Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter at uh, Matthias underscore Mead. Uh, and thanks for having me again, guys. It's fun. Tyler, go ahead. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at T underscore Dement. And you can find our show's um, account on Twitter at AT Misfits Pod. Thanks for listening to the All Time Misfits Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe on. All the podcast platforms. Don't forget to hit the review button. Don't forget to review. Tell us what we need to do better. And we'll see you next week. We're out. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.